Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with intuitive life coach, Dave Shep. Dave pulls from his corporate experience and a bit of new age woo-woo to help you find your own personal power and step up to lead others. Listen in for help merging your physical, emotional, and spiritual life to reach your full potential and live your passion. Let's get started. Here is your host, Dave Shep. Hi, leaders. How are you guys today? I want to thank you very much again for taking the time out of your busy day to listen. It, as usual, it always means a lot. I just want to say that uh, yesterday I recorded this podcast, and I remember when I got done, I was thinking, "Man, I think that's the best podcast I've ever done." Uh, it just it felt so natural. It flowed so naturally. It felt so good. The information was great. And then I went to produce it and I got the intro and the outro and then about 35 minutes of video of me talking with no audio. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> so I use Zencaster for my podcast. Uh, so I reached out to Zencaster support and uh, tried to see if they could help me. And unfortunately, uh, my mic was not working. It was not, the settings were not correct in Zencaster. They were able to identify that. So it's my own boneheaded mistake for not checking. Um, but yesterday's podcast was amazing. So just know that it was. So if today sucks, it's, it's not my fault. But it, it's weird how that ruined my day yesterday because I was having a really great morning and a really great afternoon. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to do a podcast on this topic. You know, it was just one of those shower moments where I'm like, oh, this will be a great topic. Um, and and I did it and, I, and it flowed so well. And I was like, shit. Um, and then this was probably around three o'clock yesterday. And then I I I had the epic fail uh, and I, I was going to post it real quick before I had to leave. Um, and then when I arrived at where I was I was going last night with clients, I was just in a sour ass mood and they're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, nothing. Leave me alone. <laughs> My podcast fucked up. Uh, but again, so, so I let that, you know, totally mess up my mood. And, you know, I, I, it's one of those things where I got out of it pretty quickly, but I know that like the first half hour when I, when I was working last night, I was just <laughs> in this pissy ass mood. Uh, and you know, a couple of people called me on it. They're like, this isn't you. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, so hopefully this next podcast that I'm doing today will rival yesterday's. Um, so it, it was really funny, but I hope you like it. What I wanted to talk about was basically how to be yourself and not who others want you to be. Because I, I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest things that we do is we are taught from very early, early age that we need to live up to other people's expectations, you know, fr from parenting to school to teachers, um, you know, getting into family members and then our, our first, you know, our first boyfriend, girlfriend, our first job, you know, uh, high school, college, all these things. We're always expected to be someone that other people want us to be. And it, it's hard and you don't have the wisdom or the intelligence 
when you're that young to, to combat that, you know, to dress a certain way, to act a certain way, to speak a certain way, um, you know, society's rules, manners, uh, you know, all, all of these things, it, it all only works well when it comes from you. So, so what I mean by that is there are a lot of people, and I, and I have a couple of clients that they have very strict cultural traditions with their family. They have to marry a certain person. They have to work a certain job. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. They just, they have to do this. And when I'm working with these clients, I'm like, okay, so are you happy? No, I'm miserable. I don't want to marry the, you, know, you know, into the kind of person they want me to marry. I don't want to work the kind of job that my family tells me that I have to do. And these are 25, 30-year-old people. One, I got, I've got one man and one woman. Um, and, and the woman that I work with, she, she will be cast out and dishonored if she does not do what her mom and dad say. They are literally controlling every aspect of her life and teaching her that the only way that she can have her life is when she does the same to her kids. <laughs> um, and she has an issue with that. And, and, you know, we, we work together and she doesn't even let her family know that she works with me. Uh, you know, so it, it's stuff like that. And it, it just comes from, she's trying to really conform her life to what her family wants her to be, you know, you know and, and I have several people who do the same thing. You know, several of my clients over the years have gone into careers because their family told them they had to. Or they went into the family business. You, you know, all, all of these things. They dress a certain way. They act a certain way because they're being told to, because it's the family values, it's the family traditions. <clears throat> and what it is, is it's someone just trying to gain control over you. They're trying to gain control over all aspects of you and live their life through you. And I call bullshit on that. And, and here's the reason why is... You are a unique and incredible individual who has fought your way to be here. And, and what I mean by that is the probabilities of you existing is so extreme. It, 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 it's crazy. I, I mean, the probabilities of you existing is like everyone in, the, in a country rolling dice and every person getting seven. That, that's how rare and unique you are that you made it here. So your soul made it into this physical body on the highest of probabilities, but also because it was part of you doing it. You chose to come here. So that right there says how marvelous and incredible you are. And that's a whole other episode. But what I'm trying to explain is that you existing here you coming here is for you, not anyone else. So you need to live authentically and live your life. So what I want you to do is I want you to listen to society's rules and I want you to listen to family traditions and I want you to listen to the people that you care about and absorb that knowledge and absorb that information. But I want you to feel strong enough and claim your personal power enough to gain control over your life and your instincts 
that you say, I like this, this, and this. I do not like this, this, and this. So this is how I'm going to choose to live my life. And you can love me for who I am or not. When you have to dress a certain way to impress your loved ones and friends, even at work, when you let other people's judgments affect the way that you feel about yourself and other people's criticism or other people's criticism hurt you and make you not want to do something. When you act and talk a certain way, just so you can get approval from others, that's no way to live. You are giving them your personal power. You are basically saying, Hey, I'm not good enough to choose the way that I want to live. I'm not strong enough to choose the way that I want to live. So I want you to do it for me. I want you to give me everything that I need because I can't go out and get it myself because I'm not good enough. And that is such bullshit. There are so many of you right now who are completely successful. You have the dream jobs. You have um, the, the, the family that, that is exactly, you know, you look great on paper. You are this picture perfect couple. But you are so unhappy and unfulfilled in your life because you make all this money, but you don't enjoy it. You you have a wife and two kids, but you're not close to your wife and, and you fight all the time. And it's just a miserable existence because you married someone that you were told to marry or you married someone because you had to, not because you wanted to. And when that kind of stuff happens, you need to figure out a way to adapt. If you are having a lot of problems in your marriage right now, then you both need to figure out how to fix it, how to grow. I mean, I've been married for, or I've been with my husband for 32 years. We've been married for six now when Oregon made it legal. Um, and it's, it's tough. A marriage is marriage is not something that is on autopilot. Marriage is something that you work at every day of every second. And, and you have to. And I have been blessed with such an amazing relationship. But it, it wasn't always like this. I mean, I remember, I think it was year seven, year 11, and year 18. I thought we were going to break up. I thought, you know, it was like, I thought it was over because it was such horrible years. But we didn't give up on each other. And, and that's a lot of what, what a good marriage is, is that you just, you don't give up on the other person because they're imperfect. You're imperfect. You both make mistakes. We have three rules in, in our marriage. One is that we forgive each other for anything. Two is that we never leave or go to bed with each other angry. And three is we only have three days to bring up something that bothers us. So what I mean by that is if on Sunday, you know, he does something that pisses me off. I only have until like Tuesday night at midnight to talk about it. <laughs> and there have been times where literally the lights have gone out Tuesday night at midnight and we're laying there and I'm like, and by the way, on Sunday you did this. And then you just hear the, okay, here we go. <laughs> because I have three days to bring it up. If I don't have the balls to bring it up in three days for something that's bothering me, then that's on me and I own it. 
what this has been helpful with is when we fight, we can't bring up shit from the past. It's like, that is like our golden rule in our relationship is I can't bring up something that, that he did 10 years ago. So this has led to a very wonderful marriage that we just unconditionally support each other. We unconditionally just want to see each other grow and we unconditionally just want to do what's best for each other. If you don't have that kind of relationship, if you're living in a relationship that does not suit you, then you need to get help. You need to get counseling and you need to see if the two of you can work together to grow into something, to change into something. Because you're, you're basically not being yourself. You're being someone that your spouse or your significant other wants you to be. I have had men come to me who have been in seven, 10 year relationships and they won't marry this woman because they're not the one, but they don't want to break up either because they have a, you know, they'll have a house together or, you know, for whatever reason, it's like, they're just, they're uncomfortable, but they're not uncomfortable enough. The pain is not enough. I, I would rather be with someone that I'm miserable with and be the person they want me to be rather than be alone. And I don't want to be alone because I don't like myself. I'm not, I don't, I'm not worthy. I would rather have someone to hold and cuddle with, even if it's not the person that I want. I fantasize a lot about other people. Uh, I even have, um, I've cheated on, on this person, you know, know, all, all these things. So what you're doing is you're trying to conform to what your family wants because your family loves her, or you're trying to conform to her because she loves you. Um, and you don't know of any other way to be, but you're unhappy. And she doesn't deserve you being unhappy because you're just going to make her life miserable in the end. So you need to stop being this person that other people want you to be and just be yourself. I'm, I'm working with a woman right now who has been in an abusive relationship. And it, 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 it's amazing of the things that I've been able to bring out in just like three quick sessions of, of how abusive this, this man is being to her. And she sees it now, but she didn't see it before. And it, it, it's awesome because being able to hold up that mirror and say, look, you're amazing. So you don't need to settle. You don't need to think that it's okay that someone can be mean to you because it's not right. You are far more important and better than that. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what race you are. It all comes down to, do you like yourself? Because if you don't like yourself, then you're basically putting yourself in other situations and with people who like you just a little bit more. And what I mean by that is if you like yourself 10% of what you should, like, like your, your self-esteem is, and your worthiness is so low, we'll say 10%. And then you find somebody who just likes 20% of you. 
already this person likes you more than you like yourself. So automatically you're all, you're attracted to them because of that. Because they like you more than you like yourself, you think they're amazing. Yet this person only loves and likes 20% of you. You deserve the other 80. I have known successful leaders who can stand up in front of a group and run incredible organizations and do amazing things and make tons of money, yet their self-esteem is so fragile and it compounds year after year of their worthiness and how they're letting people down and how they have to live up to other people's expectations. They worry so much about being judged that they're, they're stifled. They're unhappy. They're unfulfilled. And then they start working with me. And then two months later, they've changed. You see this incredible shift in their being because I teach people to love themselves. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. You deserve true love. And that true love has to begin with you. We've all done shit in our life that we're embarrassed about, that we're ashamed of. We've hurt other people. But what you're doing is you're taking that experience and you're attaching an emotion to it. And then it's just going round and round. You're stuck in this infinite time loop of experience, emotion, experience, emotion, experience, emotion. But what you need to do is understand. You need to understand the experience, and you did understand the emotion. When I was 21 years old, I was in a pretty bad situation, and someone reached out and helped me. And I did not respond well to the help because I didn't think I was worthy. And I, I hurt somebody deeply because of that. And it affected me and I felt guilty for a long time. And years and years later, I found this person on Facebook and I reached out and I apologized. And I was like, look, you know, it, it, it sucked. And, and this is what happened. And this was my mindset at the time. And I literally just did the best that I could because I felt like being a victim was easier in life. And I didn't feel worthy of you helping me. So I treated you like shit and I hurt you and I'm sorry. And the response I got was amazing. And it was just, it was a very heartfelt apology on, on my end. And it was a very heartfelt forgiveness on their end. And it just comes down to, because I put some understanding into it, that I simply was doing the best that I could. I was trying to protect myself the best that I could so that I was lashing out. And it, it's not who I am now, but it's who I was, yes. And if I can understand that, and once I put the understanding, I disempowered the emotion and the experience to where it did not negatively affect me anymore. Instead, it taught me that I want to be a better man. And I wanted to live a more authentic life and I wanted to live in my integrity because I am worthy, because I love myself so much.
And this is what I want for you. I mean, if where I was years ago with not loving myself, with not thinking I was worthy, all of these things on the outside, nobody could tell. I was very good at hiding it. And I could go into a room and just be fake because I didn't know who I was. And then when I hit my, you know, the mid thirties, it was like, no, this isn't who I want to be. I'm somebody that I can't stand. So I changed. I went on this big personal development kick and I found who I was. And then because I had made so many mistakes and because I had so much to offer, I started working with others and counseling others. And all of a sudden I felt like, wow, this is what I want to do with my life is find people who didn't have that guidance. Like I wish I would have had somebody in my life when I was in my twenties or thirties who could have guided me and said, Hey, you're being an idiot. Stop it. You're a great person. You're kind. You need to love yourself. But I had nobody. I had to find all this myself when it comes to that, because the people closest to you, it doesn't matter. Like I was married. I had family and they're all saying, Oh, you're great. You're great. But the, the, they were too close to the situation and it it was just like they loved me unconditionally but they weren't there to be my coaches they weren't there to be my role models they were just there to love me so it needed to come from an external source and, and luckily it did because once i started on this journey myself i found someone who could be who was a mentor and the mentor helped me to realize who and then i and then it I felt connected. And then I learned more about faith and and spirituality and all these different things to where I'm not alone. And this led to me really starting to love myself. And when I started to love myself, I learned that I was trying to please others so much. I never said no back then. All I wanted to do was just please others so that they would like me. I would be whoever they wanted me to be. I would do whatever they wanted me to do so that they would like me. And that was a horrible way to live. Now, one of my favorite phrases is no, thank you. People ask me to do something. If, if I feel that it doesn't bring me joy, I'm like, no, sorry. No, thank you. That's it. And I'm fine with that. I have boundaries and I have self-respect. And I'm worthy of great things. And this is what I want for you. I want you to stop trying to please others. And I want you to be the person that you want to be. I want you to feel empowered enough to make decisions that are good for you. I want you to be assertive enough to come into your power and just make it when you say what you want, just don't belittle others. See, that's what true assertiveness is, is always standing up for who you are without belittling someone else. Aggression is just the opposite. An aggressive person, an aggressive communication is you stand up for who you are, but you belittle everyone. So I don't want you to be aggressive. I want you to be assertive. And I want you to stand up for yourself and say, hey, thank you for loving me. I know that you only have my best interest at heart. But what you want for me is not what I want for myself. I'm a good person. You've raised me well. 
So I'm going to go out and do what I want to do with my life. You've lived your life. You've made your choices. And I love what you've done. And I appreciate everything you've given me. But this is my life. And I have to find out who I am. And the only way to do that is to do what I want to do, not what you want me to do. I will always honor and respect you, but I will not obey you. And these are conversations that you really need to have with, with many, many different people in your life if you want to be happy. I just think that you deserve so much happiness and you deserve to be you. So stop worrying about what other people think. Stop worrying about making other people happy. I want you to be yourself, to treat yourself, to love yourself, to do what pleases you and not what pleases others. Make changes in your life so that you accept yourself. Quiet that inner voice that tells you that you're not good enough, you're not strong enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough. Screw that. Take control of that inner voice. Take control of your life. And just be yourself. Be who you are. A lot of people love out of fear. So what that means is when someone loves you out of fear, they are trying to protect you. They have, they truly have your best interest at heart. But they love out of fear and they don't want you to be hurt. Because if you're hurt, that hurts them because they love through fear. And it's not healthy in any way. It's one of those things that can truly harm you in life because you are being loved in a way that it is just unhealthy and unnatural. What you want to be is loved with respect and support. When someone loves you, they support you unconditionally, no matter what. Every time that you fall from a mistake that you've made, they're there to help you get back up off your knees. And they're like, I'm here. I, I'm supporting you. So you made a mistake. Now learn this lesson and go make more mistakes. Go live. Go live your life and know that I am always here for you. And I will help you, supporting you with words of encouragement, with love. But go make your own mistakes. Because every time that you make a mistake, you're going to learn from it. And I want you to learn from mistakes. So what you're doing is you're taking that experience, that emotion, and you're applying understanding. And then it turns into learning. And when you have enough of this learning, you gain a lot of wisdom. And when you have a lot of wisdom when you're early, in your early 20s because you're living this kind of life, it's amazing. When you when you have when you have found the secret to gaining wisdom earlier in life. Life is wonderful because I tell you as a 53-year-old man, if I had the wisdom that I have now when I was 18, my life would have been totally different. But because I lived in that circle of experience, emotion, experience, emotion, experience, emotion. I never applied understanding to it. 
So my wisdom came later in life. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to say, I understand why I'm acting like this. I understand why they're loving me like this. And it's not good for me. And I don't want to be a people pleaser. I don't want to, I don't want other people to live their life through me. And that's a a lot of, of what it is. I want you to find out who you are. I want you to find out what your purpose is. I don't want you to worry about what people say or think. I don't want you to wear a mask. I want you to be authentic. And just live. Be exciting. Be who you are. If you think that you're trapped in a job because you make so much money and you're just stuck, but you're so unhappy that you hate driving to work every morning, that's not right. You can monetize anything. Our society has proven that. So you just have to be creative and you have to love yourself enough and to take a chance to find help. Get a coach, get a mentor, get a therapist, whatever you need to do, but bring someone into your life to talk about your feelings and your thoughts so that they can help organize them. That's all, that's all this is, is just organizing your thoughts so that you can say, Hey, I'm really unhappy but I make a ton of money because I make a ton of money. I have resources and I like those resources. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to have the house I'm in, but I'm really unhappy. What other ways are there that I can make the same amount of money? That's totally doable. You don't have to be a version of yourself that other people have set you up to be. And then you live your life unhappy. Your self-worth is determined by you and no one else. Do not rely on others to tell you who you are. Don't try to impress people. Just impress yourself. Be your own hero. Because when you're comfortable in your own skin, you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, there I am. I'm 30 years old. I'm looking in the mirror and I see myself for the first time because I'm comfortable in my own skin and I love myself. If you have been told by others that you're worthless, if you have been told by others that you're not good enough, if you have been told things that chip away at your ego, that chip away at your morale, you're giving your power to them and you are not rising to the person that you are meant to be. And that's not right. That's not right for you. You are hurting yourself. Because loving yourself is probably the bravest thing that you're ever going to do. It's the most noble thing that you're ever going to do when you love yourself. Because you are the legacy of everyone who lived before you. So your entire ancestral line, every decision that they have made was for you to exist. Every choice of a first date, every choice to have a child for generations before us has led to you being here. And you dishonor them 
by letting someone control you, by letting something that is not in alignment with who you are control you, by you thinking that no one will ever love you because I don't love myself. You have so much control over what happens to you, but there are times where you feel like you have no control at all. No one can ever take away your self-love. No one. There are so many things that can be taken away from you in this life. But I want to tell you three words that I need you to live your life by. Okay? This is some serious shit here. This is some good shit. Three words. Ready? Confidence is sexy. (laughs) It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't matter your age, your shape, your skin color, nothing. Because when a confident person walks into the room, man, that's fucking sexy. And you're like, God damn. I don't care if you're gay, straight, whatever. When a confident person walks into a room, you're like, ooh, sexy. I want to spend time with with that. Okay? So be that. Confidence is sexy. That is who you are. Being yourself is all it takes. If you want to impress yourself, or I'm sorry, if you want to impress someone, impress yourself. That's the biggest thing. If people think you're weird, good. If people think you're an individual, you're individual, good. Don't be a part of the pack. Don't be ashamed or embarrassed of who you are because your uniqueness is what makes you special. I think Angelina Jolie said once, um, some people say that you're going the wrong way. And all it is, is you're going your own way. That's an amazing quote. Because that's the truth. Be unique. Do your own thing on your own terms. And be the person that you want to be. Be empowered. Be bold. Be courageous. Be yourself. If people are putting limits on you, if people are putting expectations and judgment on you, disempower them. Okay, you can remove toxic people from your life easy. You just stop talking to them, you block them, you get them the hell out of your life. But if it's someone who is being toxic to you, but they're too close to you and you can't leave them, then disempower them. That is so easy to do because then their words cannot penetrate your armor because you have disempowered their words. Because you love yourself so much and you love and respect them, even though they don't get you, even though they say all the time they they wish you were different, that's okay. You can still love them. But because you've disempowered them, their harsh words mean nothing. This is what I want for you, for you. I want you to live your life because it's your life and you deserve that. Never compromise who you are for someone else. And the only way that I would, I would say that that would be different is, is kind of like my marriage. I, I want to be a better person because of my husband. I want to be a better person 
because of my business partner, because he makes me want to be a better person. I have friends that make me want to be a better friend because they inspire me. But see, those are my choices. I want to be better. Continuous and never-ending improvement is my motto in life. And I want to be better because I'm inspired by these people. I see traits and values that they possess that I admire. And because I admire that, I want to be that because it's, it's, it's in my lane. It's in my wheelhouse of what I want. It makes me feel good. That is a good thing because I'm inspired and I'm living and I'm, I'm with my tribe. I want to be someone that the world needs because I'm making a difference and I'm making an impact. And because I want to honor my ancestry line, I want to honor my parents, my grandparents, my great grandparents, my great great grandparents, because of the choices that they made, I have my life. How I choose to live my life is up to me though, not them. No one has the right to tell me how to live my life. So I just need you to be fearless and I need you to start by just loving yourself. Reach out to me, DM me if you have any questions. I'll be glad to help you on this topic. But just know that you're worth it. You need to find your personal power. You need to find your self-love and you need to stop being what other people want you to be. And I want you to be who you want you to be. So thanks for listening today. Hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with Dave Shep. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you like the show, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you know someone searching for their life purpose, be sure to tell them about the show. Find Dave at Facebook.com slash Dave Shep Consult and on Instagram at Dave Shep Consulting or visit the website at www.daveshepconsulting.com. We'll be right back.